broadcasting from the past to the future here on Anchor FM. This is the Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. This is Jerry and with me is Dan and we'd like to say happy Fat Tuesday and national happy national absinthe day I already screwed that up that's all right but it is it is a happy day all the way around it is it's a because, good day because not only uh are, are we fat but we're also happy <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're uh we're also glad that uh today we celebrate how many years now has it been since absinthe got legalized you know i don't know I don't even know either, but it's, uh, let's know. put it this way. Uh, uh, God bless uh, the American government for having the common sense, uh, however many years ago, to let our favorite beverage in the whole wide world uh, be legalized again. Uh, again. It shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been uh, illegalized. Is that even a word? Illegalized? Illegalized. It is now. It is now. It's, it's <laughs> mine. I, I better get a royalty for every time someone says that. So uh, we're glad that it's legal, and we're also glad that uh, that we can drink it at our leisure and uh, that you, fine people, can uh, tune in and listen to us yap about it. Yeah. I had some in the bar today. Did you really? What did you, I, what did you have? I had a cognac uh, Sazerac. Oh. Sazerac. 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 In in um, in celebration of both Fat Tuesday and National Absinthe Day, oh, because it's got some absinthe in it. Um, and I would like to shout out to my good friends at at Crew Bottle Shop, uh, Alex, Shale, Amy, and Jake. I also like to shout out to Alex at Rome, who's another guy who I know who serves absinthe at their bar. Oh. And a shout out to an actual person who listens to our podcast, who I ran into Wait, today. Hold of it. What? of all things, hold it, hold it. How could you possibly have run into somebody who's heard our podcast before? Being that we've been uh, in pod uh, fade for multiple years now. Well, you got to remember how long it was actually available, and we had plethora of listeners even after we stopped recording new ones oh so we were like uh, post humorously <laughs> i guess so <laughs> is that even is that a word post humorously because most of it, my jokes are now. Dead anyway. <laughs> I, I figure i figure most of my jokes are post humorous so <laughs> I'll, I'll take what i can get so here's the question now i gotta know this well, so I, let's how do go, you go go ahead I'm just, I'm trying to find his name. I said his name to him like three or four times to make sure that I didn't forget it. Wasn't it Roy or? No, let's see. um, Royce. 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 Shout out to Royce. Hey, Royce. It was good meeting you today. So let me just ask this. How in the hell do you run into a guy that listened to our podcast that's been like out in uh, the, the ether, if you will, for... Uh, umpteen million years and you run into him at a bar that you frequent i know it was how, it was, how did that happen how did that, give me the, isn't, give me the isn't that weird how coincidences will just come to, and and on the day we started recording again 
Well, see, that is uh, there. Uh, obviously, this is one of those, uh, as I like to call them, divine intersections. <laughs> I like it. I uh, like it. We can use that. Sure, let's go yeah. with that. So, so how did you even well, broach he sit, the subject? He, wait, he sat down next to me at the bar, right? And and he was talking to the bartender, and I was talking to the bartender Alex, and. Um, Somehow the subject of, oh, he was a, he was uh, ordering scotches, right? Oh, okay. All right. And so I turned to him and I asked him, you know, I said, you know, are, you're a scotch expert? And he's like, oh, not really, but he's been getting into it. And so I said, yeah, I've been getting into it. And I'm, I blame these guys here at this bar who've gotten me into it. And then it just came about that he said something about, uh, I'm going to start recording podcasts about, you know, going to bars and stuff. And I'm like, that's, you know, I, I have a, a, an absinthe podcast and I told him what it was and he goes, I've listened to your podcast. No. (laughs) Yeah. No. That's what he told me. Wow. So he, so we actually have a, uh, uh, at least one fan that we know. (laughs) Did you buy him a drink? We got to pay him off somehow. Yeah, well, you know, um, I'll probably run into him again because I know where he frequents. He, 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 and I also go to a place, a local place that's uh, pretty much a Scotch bar. Oh, they've got like a hundred of them up on the wall, and it's called the Raccoon Motel. It is the weirdest wait, place. Wait, you would love it. Bar the Raccoon yeah. Motel. Yeah, which is weird because that's not even the sign outside. The sign outside is. Um, Union. It's a music. It used to be a music union hall, right? Uh, and so the sign outside just says music union, but the M had fallen off and they replaced it with a little tiny one. So it's like this little tiny M and then music hall. Right. And then you go up and I never went in there cause I thought, well, it's, it's a, it's a union meeting place. No, it's a bar. <laughs> Wow, who would have known? And you you actually have to go in to discover it's a bar, and then inside they tell you it's called the Raccoon Motel. And there's stuffed animals, uh, you know, on the wall and, and, like, posed, you know, on pedestals and stuff like like they're staring at you. Well, I have to ask the question, uh, is there a (laughs) raccoon? Yes. Okay. I mean, some places would do that and not have a raccoon. So I just, <laughs> no, I just is... need to be clear on the uh, quantity <laughs> of stuffed animals. The stuffed animals are right up your alley because not only are there stuff, they they're in they they're staring at you with uh, with a creepy expression. I I'm good with that. You need you should. <laughs> I hope you will. Uh, for God's sakes, the next time you're there, take some pictures and post them in the show notes. Because oh, I, okay. I. Actually, got pictures of the place somewhere. I I thought I sent them to you a long time ago. Uh, no, I didn't. They were, they were, I would have remembered if you sent me creepy animal photos. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how long have you known me, Jerry? Uh, longer than I could remember. Oh, God. you know what? Actually, I was just. Uh, this is what's so funny. I mean, I I'm gonna and. Uh, I certainly hope this doesn't turn off any of our younger listeners that you are listening to a couple of old guys talking about uh, adult beverages, but I'm turning 60 this year. I'm right on your heels, man. Uh, And here's the thing. How long have I known you? I was in my late 
teens, early 20s when I met you. We, we've known each other since before it was legal for us to drink. <laughs> That's very true. Even though we were drinking before that time. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just to be clear. But, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think this is a wonderful thing. And for those of you new listeners, well, even though Jerry's been posting the earlier podcast, we've been uh, talking the, the, the about classic, the, 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 the classic episodes. Yes, that's, that's a great way to put it, the classic episodes of Slow Death in the Afternoon. Um, but I think it's fascinating. Two things. One, that you and I have known each other for so long, and we've stayed good friends, we've stayed in touch. And two, that... Uh, we are now currently, as uh, as they say, we are like cyber uh, juggernauts. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I probably wouldn't say juggernaut. That, that's probably too prideful. But we're at least recording a podcast and putting it out there for people to listen to. Hey, we have a new um, URL. No, a domain name. Oh, we which, do. Which, yeah. So I, I had started up slowdeathpod.com because I couldn't get Slow Death Podcast back. Right. And did the people then, from Keurig have a problem with that? No, I was <laughs> no, I was laying in bed last night trying to fall asleep, and then I thought, wait a minute, that's bad SEO. Oh. And I sat bolt upright, grabbed my phone, got into Google domains, and bought another domain right there. You did? Um, absinthepodcast.com. That's a perfect SEO name. Yeah, and so I set up a new website for us there, and then I, um, I'm i pointing Slow Death Pod at it, so it will also resolve there, but the main website is sitting on absinthepodcast.com. Wow, that's kind of exciting. As far as I can tell, we are the only absinthe podcast. <laughs> what? I, I think, well, I know there are other absinthe podcasts out there because I've seen them. Oh, but- well, I've seen ones that have uh, uh, an occasional absinthe-related uh, episode. episode. Well, let me, let me tell you, back in the day, I had many absinthe-related episodes. But, <laughs> but that was a whole different story uh, than what we're talking about tonight. But uh, I can, I can I make a request? Sure. Can, if we're going to start a company, can I please be the SEO? The SEO? Yeah, I don't even know what that would stand for, like a silly <laughs> executive officer or something like that. I, I I just want to have that on my card that I'm the SEO of the company. Okay, you're the SEO of All the right, company. I'll take it. I'm I'm taking it right now. And I'll, I'll be the grand poobah. Oh, the CPO. Yeah. Oh well, no CPP. Be the C3PO. C3PO. You could be the C3PO. I like it. From, the, from now on, I'm just going to talk in beeps and boops. Well, now let's talk about this for a second, since it is uh, an absinthe podcast and it is Fat Tuesday and it's all of those things combined. Let's let's just kind of get caught up because you and I really haven't had a good uh, absinthe-based discussion for quite some time. And oh, yeah. I know that you have purchased a new house, that you're, you're uh, now a... Uh, a land mogul where you live, and I moved into Orange County and can barely afford the one room of a house that I'm living in. However, I have discovered some amazing uh, absinthe, well, I shouldn't say absinthe bars, but let's just say I have discovered some places that actually do care about absinthe and serve it correctly. Yeah, you were saying something about how there seems to be a resurgence of 
bars that know what they're doing. Well, ironically, that is true. And I have been surprised. Now, the one place that I've actually, uh, I would have to say, would be the place that I would normally go hang my hat for two reasons. One, it's the coolest little bar ever. Uh, it's called Relic in Relic. Costa Mesa. Or is it okay. Ruin? Relic or Ruin? I think it's Ruin. Uh, and it's almost like a, a, a TGI Fridays uh, in a haunted house. <laughs> because everything they have in there is like really kind of creepy and old school, like kind of gothic, but weird knickknacks <laughs> on the wall. And it's tight. right up your alley. It's way up my alley, dude. I'm telling you. Uh, but they have. I went there and I looked behind the bar. I scanned the, you know, the uh, the liquor uh stack that they have and lo and behold if there wasn't a bottle of st george up there and i'm going okay because i've i've ordered absinthe at different places and the one thing yeah. that is the common denominator of all those places is they way overcharge per drink yeah always and they light it on fire oh my god don't even get me started well this place uh this place restored my faith in humanity by uh, offering, not only did they offer St. George, it was 12 bucks a glass, which uh, is the cheapest I personally have ever found absinthe in uh, Southern California. Mm. Usually between 18 to 22. And let's not even talk about New York where it goes from 35 up uh, a glass. But okay, they, you might as well buy a bottle. Yeah, honestly, I should have just bought, uh, brought a flask and asked for a glass of ice, uh, paid them $12. <laughs> that would have been a better deal. But they actually, uh, they, they don't, then this is the sad part. They don't actually serve it correctly. You know what I mean? They don't have a fountain. They don't have this. So I had to, I kind of had to walk them through what I wanted. Uh -huh. You know, one shot of absinthe, two parts water, throw a couple ice cubes in. We'll call it quick and dirty and just be good. But they did it exactly how I wanted. And it worked out really, really well. So. I was very excited about that. And I'm going to a place uh, that apparently reservations, you have to get 18 million uh, months out, is this place called the Blind Rabbit in Santa Ana. And they do absinthe. And the, the lady behind the counter who was accepting reservations, she goes, we are one of the few places in Orange County that do it correctly. And, of course, you know, me being Mr. Absinthe Cynical, uh, I said, well, mm -hmm. what do you mean by that? And she goes, oh, we have the fountain and we have the sugar cubes and the spoon. And I go, for God's sakes, if you tell me you light it on fire, I'm going to push you down. And she said, no, <laughs> we don't light it on fire. We do traditional uh, French preparation, so you don't have to worry about it. That is awesome. I'm kind of, I will report back on that because I am excited about that. That's going to be April, uh, I believe that's April 15th. Or it might be April 14th. I'm not 100% sure. Well, my, my friends at Crew, um, when I first started going there, it was like the first time I was there, I discovered they had absinthe. Actually, one of my friends uh, uh, pulled me in and said, hey, they have absinthe here. And uh, so I asked, and they had, um, they had Lucid, St. George, and Absente. Okay. And, um, so I asked about it and said, oh yeah, yeah, we could, we actually just mix it usually, but we could fix you a regular absinthe. Uh, we don't have a fountain, but we have a spoon and oh. we got the sugar cubes, Wow! but I've, I never actually had it that way because 
they are s- such masters at making really high end drinks that I've just been having their drinks. In fact, I'm having one right now. You are. It's called a hundred cigars. Well, hold on, hold on for a second. So how uh-huh. are you having a drink that a bar prepares? I'm assuming you're at home. Um, did, I'm at home, a, but they taught me, a, they taught me to cup? make it. What? Do they have a sippy cup? Do you get a to-go cup? And <laughs> no, no. I, I, the, um, Jake, the, one of the owners, he made it, uh, for, um, me special and he, and I looked up the recipe. Let's see. It's, uh, one and three quarters ounces aged rum. Okay. Um, they suggest Ron Zacapa right. 23, which I bought tonight. Um, oh, let me interrupt myself for a funny story. I was at the market tonight buying, you know, some of these liquors. And I go up and I, I'm going through checkout of the regular part of the store because there's a there's an attached liquor store, but I was buying groceries. So I, I took it up with the rest of my groceries. And the kid rigging me up looks at it and goes, wait, is this alcohol? I go, yeah. He goes, I didn't know they sold alcohol in Pringle cans. <laughs> <laughs> because the... The packaging, obviously. is it, It's oh, one of those, uh, like when they put scotch in one of those nice long, tall cans. Well, yeah, yeah. So but I, I bought Lafro, uh, Lafroig. Lafroig. Lafroig? Yes, Lafroig. Oh, God. Some, someday I'm going to learn how to pronounce things. Ah, dude. And, After um, five drinks, no one cares. <laughs> and and the, the rum both came in, came, came in canisters. Right. And so anyway, um, back to the <clears> – <throat> so it's, it's one of three-fourths – ounces of aged rum, a half ounce of chinar, right. which is um, a kind of a Jägermeister-like stuff, but it's based on artichokes, believe it or not. Really? Uh, one half ounce Benedictine, which is uh, an herbal liquor flavored with 27 flowers, berries, oh. herbs, roots, and, and spices. So it's kind of like a sweet Jägermeister. Right. Um, a quarter ounce of peaty scotch, which is what the Lafroig is for. Yes. Uh, I was using um, something called Writer's Tears, but it's not peaty enough. That's a great and name. I, yeah, I like it's I it's like a that. it's really good one. It's a sippers. It's a sipping scotch. Yes. And a quarter ounce of absinthe, all mixed up neat, and it is the smokiest smoothest thing I've ever had. Really? It is like drinking a really good cigar. That's <laughs> what it wow. tastes like. So I made one tonight and I've been waiting. I only had a couple of sips, yes. but I wanted to make sure we were connected before I start drinking well, it because yeah, so after, they, they, after I, well, after I'm done with it, I will not be speaking correctly at all. Oh, well, all right. I, that I understand <laughs> completely. So, so take a sip and give us the, uh, give us the okay. uh, wine connoisseur's descriptive notes. Okay. This beverage. Well, I'll give first. I'll give a yes, go smell. I mean, it's a what is it's very. What is the nose on it? it? It's heavy on the rum. Okay. Well, that's mainly what it is. But I mean, it's it's kind of a it's a really dark, woody rum smell. Now, what rum did you use for this? Ron Zacapa. Ron Zacapa. Right. Or is it Zacapa? Zacapa, Zacapa, potato, potato. <laughs> It was damn expensive. What is what oh, it was? Really? Yeah. Oh, the one I was uh, using before was called um, Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
came in a giant container. It, did. it was a giant, uh, <laughs> giant chin. <laughs> oh God, what is it? It was um... with apologies to Rob Perlman, of course. I loved you. <laughs> Moving on. Dear listeners, I had to do this in an aside because for the life of me, I could not remember the name I was trying to remember. It was Florida Kanya, which was a really good rum, but nowhere near as good as Ron Zagapa. So, okay. So it smells heavy on the rum. Right. Let me taste it. Okay. All right. I heard that sip. Oh, mm, oh my God. All right. So give me the um, first impressions. Like what is the first flavor that hits your tongue? It's, it's really hard to s- describe it because it's, it's very unique. But the, well, I mean, you don't really taste rum. You don't, you don't taste any of the things. To, I mean, it's, it's a blended taste that is unlike anything I've had. But after that first bloom it, and it fades, it leaves you with, with the aftertaste of a really smooth, beautiful cigar. Really? Yeah. All right. I mean, it, I mean, I've had one purported um cuban cigar okay in my life and i remember how amazing it was and how it blew all the other cigars i've had away this this reminds me of at least the memory of that because i I don't remember the exact taste of course from 30 odd years ago but it i i will highly recommend this However, buying all the ingredients for you will set you back a bit. Oh, okay. Um, well, I would say it was about $300 worth of uh, alcohol I had to buy. To... Shit, are you kidding me? No, but I mean, considering that that the, the drink itself is probably a $20 drink if you're going to buy it at a bar. Is that what they charge you at this bar? No, no, not at Crew. Um, they generally just charge $10. Wow. For just about anything. So basically, um, you should buy it there. Is what I'm hearing. No, no, I because I've got enough to make probably forty glasses of it. Oh, so that would and, be four hundred dollars at ten dollars a drink. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the, just trying um, to do simple math here. That's all. I'm the, the the rum is the main thing you're going to go through, oh. right? So Captain Morgan's wouldn't quite cut it. Probably not. I actually tried um, tried using uh, a, a cheap spiced rum, right. and you lose all the smoke, yeah, and it just becomes really true. boozy. Yeah, that's the sad part. Yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. really scrimp on stuff like that. Well, I mean, I, I'd run out of the good rum, and I'd uh, and and I and I was using the wrong scotch, right. and the taste was deteriorating. I mean it was still good. It was still drinkable, but it wasn't the same drink. Right. I'll put it that way. And this is now my absolute favorite drink, hundred cigars. Well, now let me, let me ask you this since we, we have not really chatted about absinthe for a while and we have not, uh, talked about what each other was drinking. Uh, what, what is your favorite absinthe currently? Well, my selection is very limited. Okay. So in my stock right now, I have, uh, dear listeners, I am afraid I have to do another aside because I couldn't remember the absences I had. I have a couple bottles of Kubler, a bottle of Vieux Pontelier, and two bottles of Pacifique. Pacific. 
I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. No, 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 no. It's it's different. It's it's actually the this the company that actually makes Mansynth. Oh yes. Oh. This oh. is their this is their actual yes their actual brand. Not, yes their actual brand. Oh yes. Now I know what you're talking about. I can't I've got I've I've got to I got to look it up now. I just I have to. Yeah. It's been a while for me. I mean, uh, you're. Uh, I'm almost embarrassed to admit what my current bottle of absinthe is in my uh, in my cupboard. It's uh, absinthe. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I've been out of work for 90 days, right? And yeah. bills piled up, and I've been paying stuff off, and I want to buy a bottle of absinthe. And I'm over at uh, Total Wine and looking around, and I'm seeing the prices, and I'm going, oh, I really want to buy a bottle of St. George. Oh, I really want to buy a bottle of Coopler. Oh, I really want to buy some Mansinth. And it's like, I can't, I just couldn't, I just could not bring myself to uh, kick down the, you know, $70 for a bottle. And so I, I had to have something. So I bought that. And, uh, do I regret it? Uh, yes and no. I, I don't regret it in the, in the sense of at least I'm drinking absinthe, kind of. And <laughs> I'm uh, at least getting my tastes uh, re-established and reaffirmed so that when I get my next paycheck, I will kick down the money and pick up, uh, you know, several bottles and stuff. So, and fortunately, while we're on that subject, I'm kind of excited that uh, there seems to be more of a proliferation of absinthe showing up at, at stores. I'm seeing different brands. I'm seeing uh, some stuff. Uh, I don't want to say homegrown, but I guess homegrown in the United States, like different uh, things like that. So it's nice to see that where we were before absinthe was legalized and now where we are now, the, 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 the companies that are stepping up and distilling, I think it's, I think it's such a good thing. And I'm, I'm hoping to God that well, uh, we talked about this the other night, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase this. Okay, I'm hoping that absinthe doesn't catch on that big, because I don't want to see the industry bastardize. Kind of like when you get a movie that you really like, and they make five thousand sequels of it, <laughs> and you end up with something like Jason in space, dude, like <laughs> Leprechaun in space. It, we could have gone without that for. The, 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 Oh my God. Don't get me human human centipede in space, dude. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, I could see that happening. Like no problem, I could see that. Happening. But view Pontilliar. Thank you. That's the one. Very good. I'm glad you. Had and, and, and now I can't remember the third one I have downstairs. Yeah, who, knows, who knows what it is? It's it's next to my uh, absinthe fountain, which um, I think might be too tall. Yeah. Because it spatters when it drips and hits the There's ice. There's a problem, the, my friend. There's a problem that, with the sugar cubes you're using. Maybe. Yeah, you know, because I actually have the real sugar, sugar cubes, but I've been saving them for a party. Oh, and you've been using store so, stuff, CNA sugar cubes? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah it, it, it drips on that and it just spatters sugar water everywhere. I think that, that could be part of your problem. And I think, too... Uh, without getting too technical, like, are you, are you allowing for large drips? Or are you doing like a smaller, 
almost like a steady drip, 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 drip. Um, I think I tried both. And they both did the same thing? I don't remember. I think it was, I think it was last issue. summer when I did it. I think it's the sugar issue. That's just my, that's just my unprofessional opinion. I, I just think, I, I mean, the taller glasses would work too, but. Yeah, or put put some phone books under the glasses. That, yeah. Like a booster seat. It's like a booster <laughs> seat for your absinthe. Absinthe booster seats. You know, I'll bet we could, now on Etsy. we could make some money off that, I'm pretty sure. Hey, speaking of making money, yeah. I have this brilliant idea, right? Okay, so I bought and actually received today in the mail, yes. diamond-tipped drill bits, yes. right? specifically made for drilling holes in glass. Yes. Okay, so here's my plan. All right. We're going to pause here for a moment, possibly to feature a message from a sponsor, but if there is no message inserted, we'll be jumping right back in. Hey, Jerry here. As some of you may have guessed, part of my day job involves setting up and maintaining websites. Recently, I had a project where I needed to convert an older website to WordPress, and part of the challenge was choosing the perfect website hosting service. I did a lot of research, and I finally chose DreamHost. Not only is DreamHost widely recognized, but they're the number one recommended hosting service by WordPress themselves. And they have their own web hosting service but they still wholeheartedly endorse DreamHost. Well, since then, I discovered I like DreamHost so much that I moved all my personal websites to DreamHost, including the blog for this podcast. And it is my great pleasure to have DreamHost be an affiliate sponsor to the show. And we can offer you, our listeners, $50 off if you sign up using our link. Now, we chose them, they didn't choose us. We wanted them specifically as a sponsor. So if you're wanting to set up a website or a blog, and especially if you want to use WordPress, the easiest and most trusted content management system out there, just go to absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and sign up. Once again, if you use our link, you'll end up with $50 off and you'll be helping our show. Remember that link? absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and get your website up and running today. Hello, listeners in the future. This is Jerry in the past, welcoming you back from the break. Let's unpause the podcast and continue. I'm going to take all these expensive bottles of, of booze yes. that are empty. Yes. And I'm going to make them into lamps and I'm going to sell them on Etsy for enough money to buy more booze. <laughs> well, now here's my question to you. And while I think that is a brilliant idea, what? How much do you plan on selling each lamp for? For more than buying the booze, because they're going to be custom built lamps. Of course, of course. So you're gonna you're going to drill a hole in the bottle. You're going to put a light fixture in the bottle. Yeah, and, and the, the hole is, is the hole is actually so you can put the electrical cord through the bottom and up. Of course, and then and then you could put like little fairy lights in the bottle itself. Yes, because I've seen the kits, and then you you know just put a regular old lamp with a clip-on lampshade that would match the bottle. I mean, the first one I'm going to do is my my very last 
cat's eyes lucid bottle because oh. those are collector's items now. I'm going to keep that one. Yeah, right? you got to keep that. But then you know I've got all these. I've I've got all these beautiful bottles from all these different alcohols that I've been buying because my friends over at Crew, Alex especially, has been, you know, saying, hey, try this. And I'm like, I must have that. And (laughs) so I'm collecting all these beautiful bottles that have some sort of brand recognition. Right. Like one of them, uh, what is it called? It's, um, It's an Italian kind of a hard-to-get Italian um, liqueur. Oh, gosh, what is it called? My whole, my my memory sucks. Well, you know, welcome to uh, the the autumn of our years, my friend. (laughs) I know. Let's see. I bet I could find, if I look at my, my uh, Italicus, Italicus, it's just beautiful green, Liquor. Italicus? Italicus. Isn't that a metal band that uh, that had the that played uh, Master of Puppets? I don't know. <laughs> but so what, what's, right. the, what's the uh, what's the bottle look like? Well, it it, it kind of looks like a, a vase. It's you know heavy glass with a lot of a lot of fluting and it. When when it's when it's empty, it's gonna look like something you'd put a flower in. Oh, you know? well, there you go. Then that's perfect for what you're doing. I know. So let me Italicus. Yes, Italicus. Uh, uh, I think their their number one hit was Inter Sandman. If I remember. It it is uh, lightly citrusy on the nose with hints of rose and lavender. Oh. Uh, on the palate, fresh tones of ripe citrus fruits balanced with a light and bitter and floral taste. It's an Italian um, liqueur. Oh, well, very good. And um, well, I say it, go for w- that. Well, uh, I, the problem is I don't like it. Uh, oh, you don't like it? <laughs> not really. Really? <laughs> well, I bought it because Alex. I was in Chicago and I texted him and said, "Hey, I'm at Benny's, which is you know." Yes. The the big liquor store. Yeah. Uh, you want anything um, while I'm here that you can't get out there? And he immediately said this. And like I go and I look at it and I can't find it. So I asked the guys and they go, oh, no, I don't think we have that. Like they were looking at each like we wouldn't have that. That's oh. just too weird. But he, another guy goes, wait, wait a minute. We might. And so we go searching. And lo and behold, there's two bottles on the shelf. I bought both. Oh, wow. Good. Right. Because I'm like you know, fear of missing out. Well, you know, if you yeah, honestly, the, it's kind of like going to TJ Maxx. It's like, if you see it there, you got to buy it because if you don't buy it, it's going to be gone. Yeah. So I, and so one bottle was his one, one was mine. And then I didn't know what to do with it. And so another bartender says, well, it's really good with quinine water, you know, cause it's kind of like a sweet gin. Oh, so I tried it and it's okay, but I'm like, uh, this doesn't seem special enough to use this liquor on. So right, right. I, I, I still have a half bottle. I'm not quite sure what to do with it. Okay. Well, try this I don't, and see what happens. You know, that's not a bad idea. I figure uh, do a shot of each and throw in a shot of water and see what, uh, what comes out. Mm, I just might do that. Maybe I'll do that for the next episode. That, I, uh, this, it, it could be like um, uh, the Mr. Wizard uh, episode. <laughs> where we just start throwing shit in glasses and see what happens. 
<laughs> will it will it catch on fire? <laughs> yes. Did you ever do that when you're a kid? Just start mixing things and see if it'll explode? Uh, you know, no, I never did because I was I, too afraid of the consequences. I found out something amazing. Um, if you put Drano in Taco Bell hot sauce, it will catch on fire. But but bear in mind, this was the hot sauce that used to come in the cups, not the packets oh, before they had packets. Right, right. And so I, I had opened it up and I'd put some of the crystals in there and I'd start f- foaming and then smoking and it would just catch on fire. You know, <laughs> I, uh, have, I have no idea why. Let me just uh, uh, add the disclaimer. Uh, kids, please don't try this at home because if, uh, if a house fire erupts, uh, we are not responsible. <laughs> well... This was in the 70s, and I was probably 11. Oh, uh, for any of you people closing in on 60, please don't try this at home. <laughs> because, uh, if, if you're going to relive your childhood, at least go for something a little cooler than that. Oh, my God. I hope when I'm, like, going senile and in the home, I don't start reverting into Mr. Mr. Wizard wannabe oh, yeah. <laughs> throwing things together. You will. You ask. I, I'm trying to make antimatter. <laughs> <laughs> I get Look, I've made dark matter from my potatoes and pudding. <laughs> and, and tar. And, tar. <laughs> and black widow spiders. And black widow spiders, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh my God. Which reminds me, uh, I know we're kind of nearing the end of our uh, of our time here, but uh, I would like to remind people to go back and listen to the other podcasts because uh, I was listening to the uh, the uh, the box of spiders one, and it was so funny. And <laughs> I, I had totally forgotten how uh, absolutely damn hilarious we were. <laughs> Too bad we're not that funny. Well, we're not anymore. funny now, but I'm telling go back and, and listen to us when we were really funny. <laughs> I way it'll prep you up for a bigger disappointment when you download the new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I, I think this is great. And I do have to give you mad props, Jerry, for uh, going back through the archives and uh, repurposing them uh, for for this new. Uh, well, I've been having a blast broadcasting from the past to the future. Do we call this an endeavor? Do we call this a, uh, I don't know. I'd call it a hobby. <laughs> a hobby. It's like a hobby, you know, uh, less, uh, less uh, expensive. I, I interrupted. I totally derailed you. You were actually t- saying you were, you were on some sort of, story and I interrupted you and then we never went back to you. We did? To what it. was it? Well, I was, I was wondering if you remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling kind of bad because I just interrupted. Dude, and, how long have we been podcasting and how long have we been doing this exact same thing? Well, I, I hate when I do that. Well, it's people. okay because honestly, I can't remember. Honestly, if I'm, I am lucky if I remember what we talked about five minutes ago. <laughs> so I don't even remember what was there a story that we were talking about? I don't even remember. It was absinthe related, I'm sure. You were you were you were telling some story and and oh, it reminded you of something I had in the closet. Was that it? Oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about the different absence. Okay. That's all I had. <laughs> that was it. The end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
So the oh, so the absence that I'm actually enjoying of late, obviously, okay. is amongst the uh, the top of the list, only because, and which is so funny because that's the only one I'm finding. I'm not finding uh, bars that have a lot of selection of absinthe. Most of the high end mm. bars that I've been to, that I ask them and they give me this look like, what? <laughs> I go absinthe. <laughs> it's called absinthe. Uh, what is that? Oh my God, people! Were you were you like just born like uh, yesterday? Do you not know what this stuff is? And, and sadly, they I do would... go. Well, yeah, man. I was like, I kind of was born yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, it's been very sad to see that most bartenders don't know what it is. Those that do uh, uh, come in two varieties: either they're extremely educated, or they go, "Yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never served it." Well, I hate it when they go, no, man, that stuff's illegal because oh. it makes you hallucinate. I was I was at the bar about two weeks ago, yes. and I was actually sipping on a drink that had absinthe in it. And I don't know why the guy started talking about it. Maybe he heard something about absinthe and something. Right. But he's sitting like two st- stools away from me with his beautiful date. Oh, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And he's going on and on about, oh, this absence stuff, it's illegal here, you know, because it makes you hallucinate. Uh, It's terrible for you. They had to ban it a long time ago. And I'm just staring at him and thinking, you know, do I interrupt the date? And he's not talking to me. I'm just going to like interrupt his date and set him straight in front of his, his new girlfriend. Or do I just bite my lip and not say anything? And I end up not saying anything because you should there was that no, there was that line of because if if I'm like sitting in the bar and talking to you, yes. and someone comes up and just starts you know interjecting something that was not he was that person's not part of our conversation, right. that's rude. It is so, but, but there's a point where it's kind of like when well I, I well no that's it's not like that at all. I was going to say like it, someone it, starts talking about uh, being a flat earther. <laughs> and like, I, I've learned not. To oh, you just laugh. You just have to laugh to yourself in your. Just laugh. But you know what? That's that's such a difficult thing because I have actually been that guy that's interjected. Like if I'm sitting mm-hmm. next to people and I'm drinking absinthe and they go, "Oh, that's that that that, that stuff that's illegal and will like make you hallucinate and all that." And so I all I've got. You were sitting next to Jimmy Stewart? They were, as a matter of fact. Oh, it's a rabbit. It's uh, six feet tall. His name's Harvey. Uh, That's why he was seeing that rabbit. But here's the thing. I've been the guy that actually, I've been sitting there, and I've heard people talking about absinthe, and I'll interject, man. I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of, I'm a, I'm an absinthe zealot in the sense of it's like, I've been around it so long and I've I know mm-hmm. absinthe. I mean, I, I, without tooting my own horn, I mean, you know, I, I had a company that was trying to get it legalized back before it was legalized. Yeah. So I know about this stuff. I've done the research. I've done the studies. I've, I've, I've lived and breathed it for, for many years. And, it's like I can't, I can't stomach it when people who don't know what they're talking about start trying to uh, uh, pontificate on on 
rumors and hints and allegations of stuff that they heard or that they read somewhere or that they got from someone else. And it just drives me crazy. So I will be that guy who will jump in and go, you know what, actually, if I may interject, and I don't give them a chance to say, no, you may not, <laughs> I just jump right in. And I'll just, I'll just give them, I've got like a 30-second elevator speech that, I, mm-hmm. that I've kind of had to prepare over the years to just set them straight. And most, I will say this. 90% of the people that I've done that with have been extremely gracious and go, wow, really? I did not know that. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's uh, this is the thing. And then and then I'll apologize and say, hey, didn't mean to interrupt, but please carry on. Because I, I, I feel like I want to be uh, that evangelist that is like trying to circumvent the misinformation or the disinformation. Yeah about the product because it is such a great drink and it does have such a great history. However, to perpetuate the myth that got it banned in the first place is, is where I kind of have to draw the line. Well, if he had turned to me or, or if they had, if I had somehow gotten just a little open door into the conversation, I was, I would have said, uh, you know, I overheard you talking about absinthe, and I want to set the record straight. And I would have told him that. I would have said uh, to his girlfriend, do you really want to be with this guy who doesn't know what he's talking about or come sit next to me who has the right information? <laughs> well, you know, um, when I, I actually mentioned this whole thing on Twitter, yeah. and that was the response I got from some Twitter peoples saying uh, – the girl needed to be warned that the guy was, a, you know, full of shit. Right. <laughs> you, you may have been, um, <clears throat> you, you may have uh, saved her from a bad relationship or something. Could you, have. You, uh, you could have been the hero of the day, my friend. Yeah. But it's probably one of those things that you, you, you know, you could save someone and they'll never know that they were in danger in the first place. Yeah. And then they kind of regret or you, they kind of, um, resent you have, you know, budding in. I didn't want to be the guy, the you know, the guy. Well, here's the thing. It, uh, 20 years from now when she's married with this guy and then realizes that he doesn't know what he's talking about, she'll be sitting there going, why didn't that guy at the bar butt in? Why didn't he butt in? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I know I'm that memorable. You are, you are my friend. I remember you. Uh, we just talked yesterday. So you are very memorable. I forget who I am all the time. I'm not that memorable. You and me both. Good God. I barely remember who I am on a daily basis. Mm. Well, I think, mm. uh, I think this has been good, Drake. We've almost, uh, we've almost burned up a whole hour. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm still working on this drink, man. It is good. You are a, see, um, you are a better man than I am because I would actually, I, when it comes to beverages, I'm kind of the guy that, um, like, I, I don't waste much time. Oh, you swallow that. You know, we'll be at the bar, and um, boy, you know, a lot of my sentences start that way now. Um and they'll, you know, shots all around. Everybody gets a shot glass and everybody's like, they throw it back. And I'm sitting here sipping on it because <laughs> I want to make it last. Yeah, you know? It's like, you know, uh, that's the thing. Um, uh, that's uh, that's what I, I tell people. It's like, as you get older, you learn that it's not about speed as it's about endurance. 
Yeah, it's not about the orgasm. It's about making love. Exactly. It's uh, a. <laughs> Where did that come? I, I don't I'm know, sorry. but, but uh, I'm sorry. I, I, if you're paying twenty bucks for a drink, somebody's getting screwed. That's all I <laughs> but yeah, uh, very, it very, very much is. Well, this is great. You know, this is so much fun, Jerry. Uh, it reminded me of uh, the when we first started doing this. Just the. The fact that we've gotten together, we've been able to record and talk about something that you and I are both passionate about, uh, which is drinking. (laughs) (laughs) We've always been passionate about that, haven't we? Always been passionate about drinking. But I I love it that the fact that uh, the technology is there now to where we can can spread our love to uh, everyone around the globe. Kind of like panspermia. (laughs) Well, yes, uh, uh, or, uh, you know, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> we probably that's how life, that's how life got on Earth. Uh, before we get the NC-17 rating that I want to get. Uh, so we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah. Well, here's here's my plan. All right. I don't know if we could stick to it, but this is what I'd like to do. Sure. Uh, I'd like to release brand new episodes on Fridays. Perfect. And classic ones on Tuesdays. I think that's pretty good. So it's like so having get, a can of Coke Classic and New Coke in the same week. Yeah, because we have 70-something episodes of the classic ones. And I'm going to be going through and editing them and correcting mis, misinformation that I might have have spouted. Uh, like well, I've, I've done. Too. So, uh, so we have three episodes is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do. I find that I'm like, because there was one thing I was talking about in a recent one uh, where um, I had said something about Tinkerbell in, from Disney movies being patterned after after um, Marilyn Monroe. And I swear to God, and in fact, this is what I said on the thing, that I got that information from the Disney Channel when I was sitting there watching it with the kids. Yeah. But it turns out that that's not true. It's not. That was, no, that was... Um, Unfortunately, I don't have my show notes in front of me, but that that was another actress, and and I corrected myself in the uh, the episode. So if you listen to that episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. In fact, you probably already have heard it, and you're wondering why I brought it up again. I don't know, <laughs> but, but I'm sure you'll tell me now. <laughs> well, I know um, it's you're no, it's not later at your. It's later here. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost eleven o'clock here. I know. I, I can keep going, but um, I, I, I know we're going to. I actually we're gonna... have to. Uh, believe it or not, I do have a day job that uh, requires me to work after hours sometimes. Oh, oh, that's so right. I have. You've got that marketing director gig. I do. I do. So I've got a little bit of work because we've got a meeting coming up, and I've got to prepare kind of a uh, uh, what would you call it a. Presentation? Not even a presentation. More like I have to compile all the information into a handout that we hand out. Ironically, called a handout to the people that are uh, that are going to be at the meeting, so we can go down the itinerary and talk about stuff. So. Isn't it funny how you and I both ended up in marketing? You know, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. I don't either. I was a writer at one point. Yeah. And see, I was a, I was a computer technician. You were a computer technician. I was a writer. Then you became a writer. I became, I don't even know what I became. 
An editor. An editor, magazine editor. That's right. Yes. And then uh, then I became uh, I became a uh, a deal hunter, and now I'm back in marketing, and you're in marketing, and the winds of change have blown. <laughs> we have to get together and talk about marketing sometime. Actually, off, off I need to come out there and visit you. Is what I need to do. I need to come and visit you as well. Well, so. come on out. I would love to because it is fucking cold here right now. Oh, well, then I'm not coming to visit you. Forget about that. <laughs> I'm going to stay here where it's at least uh, 65 degrees. Yeah, it's 15 degrees with probably a 20, 20 degree wind chill oh, good Lord. here right now. Right. And and that's kind of that's warmer than it was yesterday because we got into the negatives yesterday. Well, all I'm going to say is uh, Plexa 20 Phil needs a good ass whooping. Because <laughs> we are nowhere near the end of this winter. I don't see it happening anytime soon. And I think that rodent is a liar. Uh, he's someone paid him off. It was fake news. It was fake news. That's exactly it. Damn it. <laughs> the only source I thought I could trust. And now the, the groundhog is uh, proven a liar. I know. You would think that at least the groundhog would be telling the truth. You know, of all the, let's put it this way. Of all the weather forecasters, the groundhog was the only one I trusted. <laughs> well, Jerry, sign up out of this thing and let's uh, let's uh, uh, pretend like we know what we're doing. All right. Well, um, I would like to uh, invite anybody who would like to give us feedback or maybe have comments or questions or stuff they would like to ask us. Uh, if you download and use the Anchor.fm app and find our podcast on it, you could actually send us messages. And even though we're broadcasting from the past to the future, you could send messages back to us through time using Tachyon Entangled. Um, I don't even know what you just said. I was totally enthralled. It's a, it, I do a lot better if I have it written down and I'm reading. Uh, you know what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you can send us messages and we can hear them. We can include them in the podcast, which would be kind of cool. Wow. Also, uh, remember to visit us on Facebook. It's Facebook dot. No, Facebook. <laughs> it is, in fact, Facebook.com slash slow dot death dot podcast. Or go to our new website, which replaced our old gone website yes. at absent podcast.com all one word absent podcast yes and um like and subscribe on on your favorite podcasting platform they're they're all listed on either our anchor.fm page or on our actual web page yeah i put the web page up there so that if we want to actually have pictures and stuff for with our show notes, that's a place that we can now send you to instead of saying, yeah, go, go look on our Facebook. It, you, it's there somewhere. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's not the way to do it. No, <laughs> no, we're very, we're more organized than that. So, so it's on Facebook, but uh, what was the page again? <laughs> Absentpodcast.com. Absentpodcast.com. Links to, links to everything is there. Yeah. So that's like our nexus. Yes. And until then, until next week, um, make sure to listen to our old uh, classic ones that are revamped with new information. And, um, and uh, please uh, don't get mad if we have commercials because there will be commercials at some point. Well, yes, there are, there are always commercials. Uh, yes. Uh, in, 
so if if those are old classics, would the stuff we're doing now be new classics? Yeah. Well, they're, they'll someday be old classics as well. <laughs> well, I'm sadly, according to my driver's license, I'm already an old classic. So that, that worked out pretty poorly for me. But uh, thank you, um, listeners, for listening, uh, as you so often do. And like Jerry says, please leave us a comment because we'd love to hear uh, all the cool stuff you have to say about us and how cool we are and how much you've missed us. And uh, You may be reaching. Well, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to prime the pump here. Is what I'm trying to do. So, okay. Yeah, give us give us some kudos, five stars, whatever you can rate us at. We'll take it. That's the sound of a pump. Oh, okay. I didn't know what I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I was I was a little concerned. I was about to call the FCC and file a complaint.
The song you're listening to right now is called Mouse Eating Cheese by Ott, O-T-T, off his album Mur, M-I-R. I love this guy. You should check him out. 